Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Ave Spotlight. Today, we are visiting with my friend Lillian Fallon. She is a writer, social media influencer, an auntie, a sister, and she works at Litany, which is a Catholic fashion label. We've had Veronica on before, and she is also just a overall really cool young adult woman that is out here trying to navigate her dating life. And she's going to bless us with insight into what that world is like today. So thank you so much, Lily, for being here. We're so happy to have you. Hey, thank you. It's good to be. I think I was on before. Yeah, like you were. A while ago. You so were. So it's good to be back. Love, always love chatting with you. Thanks for having me. Yes, no, no. We're grateful that you're here and that you're ready to talk about such a vulnerable topic as is dating. Not everyone's favorite thing to talk about, but you on social media, you are pretty open with your life about being single and navigating the dating world and you know what some people call is the fourth circle of hell. So I think yeah, that it is yeah, so I think that it is awesome that you're here to share with us. But before we launch into that, everyone listening is probably like, wow, this Chanel really hype this girl up. But can you share a little bit about yourself to our listeners? Yeah. So as Chanel said, I am a writer. My big thing right now is writing a book. Or actually I finished the book. It's called Theology of Style, which will be coming out in the fall. Very excited about that. It's all about personal style through the lens of theology of the body. So that's the thing that I'm really passionate about is St. John Paul II and that incredible iconic work. Like Chanel said, I am a single lady. I am 30. So I think that kind of puts me in a unique age group within the Catholic world. So that's why I like to talk a lot about it on my social media, because I think that there's actually a lot of us who find themselves in the situation where our, our lives don't look the way that we thought that they would. And my whole mission is writing about it so that other women and and men don't feel so alone in their experience. And yeah, that they have somebody who's on their side, rooting for them, praying for them, going through the same thing. Other than that, I work at Litany NYC, Catholic fashion label based in New York City. My whole spiel, my whole thing is personal style and fashion. So I'm really blessed to be able to work in a field that combines faith and fashion. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty much me. That was a very powerful intro. Thank you so much for sharing. Yes, your biography is very strong. So yes, so thank you for sharing. I, I liked what you said when you were sharing about yourself, just about life not going the way that you thought. I think when a lot of us think about dating and relationships, we think like, man, my life really isn't moving in the direction or at the speed that I wanted it to. And that can be a real downer. And you share about that a lot on your social media, just about life not looking the way that you want, but there being blessings abound, even mm -hmm. though. And so I would love for you to share kind of like, you know, obviously 30, which is nuts too. Like 30 is young. I mean, we are in our prime. But 30 in Catholic world when it comes to relationships is, I mean... That's tough. Yeah. You're, they make you seem like this geriatric, like dating person. And yeah. you're like, I'm like you said, I'm actually in my prime. Yeah. It's like, these are the best years of your life. So I mean, yeah, but like, at this point, I'm, 
Yeah, I was actually on my Catholic match. So I'm Catholic match is probably my preferred dating app for making connections. I think that hinge is probably the one where I actually go on more dates because it has to do with proximity. And but I was updating my Catholic match profile and adding some like cute new photos because I recently got my hair done. So I was like, let me just add in some of those cute new pics. And I realized that by the end of the month, I'm going to be 31. And it crossed my mind. I was like, oh, I wonder if guys are going to be less inclined to reach out to me because I'm going to be 31. And what does that mean in Catholic dating world where my childbearing years are getting less? Oh, um, my goodness. (laughs) Or, yeah. (laughs) And um, I was like, oh, man, but 31 when I when I think about 31, I don't feel like that's old and I still feel like I have a whole life ahead of me. But when I kind of get into that Catholic dating mindset, I feel like an elderly person. So it's this weird dichotomy. Yeah, um, it's this weird place to be in for sure. And, you know, and I think you're right. A lot of it is like, okay, well, your best child rearing years are behind you. You've done it. Mm-hmm. Like, you won't be able to go with your kids on jogs or family walks yeah. anymore. Like you'll have to be held up, you know, and, uh, and it's helped. like, and it's nuts to think about that because we really, you're just living right. And you're yeah. in a good time in your life. And so it's, it's just so interesting how those two worlds are so different, right? If you're looking at like secular yes. world and Catholic world and it's, I mean, and it's like not fair, it's kind of annoying, but, but you handled it, you handle it with such grace as you're navigating all of these things, especially out loud in public. And I know that I know that that can be kind of tough. So I would love to hear from you about navigating dating apps in particular. I know Mm -hmm. that, you know, Catholic match is, you know, great if you want to make connections. And then there's apps like Hinge, then there's Coffee Meets Bagel, then there's the mm-hmm. infamous Tinder, and and then there's like so many. So how are you yeah. navigating those apps? How has that been going? What is it like as a Catholic woman, like being out in that part of the world? What is it like as a Catholic yeah. person being out in that world? Yeah, so it's very... I when before I get onto the apps, I need to really check within myself that I'm ready to do it and that I'm not doing it out of a place of desperation <laughs> because you want to really be in the right mental space to first of all kind of see what your options are and then also deal with rejection. Um I think a lot of the time I will download Catholic match or hinge or whatever, I'll get on it. I'll be all ready to go, but I'll be in a mindset where I'm feeling desperate and I'm looking to these apps to make me feel better. And the apps will rarely make you feel better. I think that sometimes we approach them a little bit like a soothing. We think it's going to be this instant solution, but it, you actually really have to gear up and kind of put on your armor when you get on these apps. But Yeah, my experience with them is that with, say, Catholic Match, there are cool guys on there. So there's there are cool, cool guys on there. There's cute guys on there. Will they respond to you? I don't know. (laughs) 
Maybe not. <laughs> That's why earlier I said, like, what is it like as a Catholic person on these apps? Because there could be dudes listening to this too that are like, oh my gosh, same. Yeah. Like, these women on here are beautiful. Are they gifted? Yes. Do they have the exact qualities and personality types that I would desire in a person? Yes. Yeah. Will they respond to your message? Will they the respond? The answer is unclear. I do not know. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Sock Religious. Sock Religious is an amazing company that is working to evangelize with some pretty cool attire. I have a lot of devotions, especially to my favorite, St. Josephine Bakita. And Sock Religious has a pair of socks with her face on them, which is an amazing conversation starter if you wouldn't even believe it. So make sure to go to SockReligious.com and check out what they have. They have amazing socks, t-shirts, sticker packs, like so many cool things. Um, You'll love it. Make sure to check them out at SockReligious.com. What I always do with these apps is I give some time to accumulate so that people, new users can sign Mm -hmm. up because I'll usually go through and see who's there, message them. I'll pay the $30 to message like 10 guys that I kind of accumulated over that time and want to reach out to. But currently my inbox this earlier this month, I was so frustrated. I think I messaged 10 or 12 guys and Every single one except for one guy just looked at my profile and then didn't say anything. I hate that. I hate it when somebody looks at your profile and then you know that they're like, nah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, I do the same thing though. Like I'm guilty of doing the same thing where a guy will message me and I'll be like, okay, who's he about? And it's not necessarily that they're not responding to you because they think you're a troll. Sometimes it's just location. I realized that like all the guys I messaged were in California and guys tend to be much more practical Mm -hmm. with dating. So distance is a big thing. But it can be very disheartening when you're consistently putting yourself out there and saying, hi, 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 hi. And then you're just met with silence. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of have this identity crisis where you're like, what's wrong with me? Do I not like, am I how I see myself? Mm. Like, I think that I'm cute. I think that I wrote my profile. Well, I think I'm presenting myself. Well, am I actually completely deluded in who I am? My own self-perception. Am I actually off base? And should I talk to my therapist about it? I don't know. And yeah, that's exactly what it's like. And honestly, I you know, just as a follow-up to that, I mean, it is it is I mean, here in Florida, it's literally 90 degrees, which is a a podcast episode for another day with some sort of climate scientist, but you know, but it is cuffing season, right? Everyone's trying to get with somebody else. It's winter, you're walking in a winter wonderland, it's cold, you want to hold hands with somebody, you're trying to get linked up with somebody on this uh-huh. planet. And so it's tough, you know, especially now because you're like, gosh, I really want to get out there because I'm going home for Christmas or I would just love to like watch Home Alone with another person. And so, yeah, all the Christmassy romancy things. Yes, exactly. So it's like, now do you see more of a, you know, because I know you talk with tons of people on your social media, they probably respond to you about like what you share. And do you see more yeah. people kind of asking about how to get involved, how to do all of these things? 
during seasons like this, like Christmas time, February, Valentine's Day time? Do you see kind of upticks? Hmm, that's an interesting point. I haven't really thought of that. I think that I get a lot during wedding season. Mm. I would say that's probably the most when I get messages or I I try and keep in mind the seasons that people are going to be feeling the most lonely and sad about being single. And so I do have content planned for this Christmas season. I wasn't as open about my singleness trials last year. So I don't think I was writing about it as much last Christmas. I think I was still kind of under the facade of like, everything's fine. I'm okay. I don't, I love being single. It's the best. And I don't think I had really like let people into seeing that it's actually pretty tough. So I think that for right now, it's mostly been wedding season. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Wedding season. I've been, I am 27 dresses. I think I like, I'm collecting wedding bridesmaids dresses like infinity stones i think i have like 10 left and then (laughs) then i'm like and then i'm conquering the earth with how many weddings i've been in and and it can definitely be to the point where you're like oh okay i'm ready to support you but like man (laughs) man it is tough yeah please do not yeah for sure that is so if i ever get married it's gonna be very low-key oh okay cool 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 okay as long as you know, we don't have to like sit through the. I won't make you wear. I won't make you wear anything. Anything too crazy. As long as I don't have to dance my way into the reception, then I'm cool. Because that is just my worst nightmare. So, anything outside of that is fine. No, absolutely not. I will not be doing okay, that. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have you in like a super slinky, but like modest <laughs> dress, and you'll be up on the altar and you'll be like styling and profiling so fabulous and uh, then you can keep it thank you or i'll wear just like a silk suit wonderful so lily i'm wondering we love talking about hope on this podcast i think we talk about a lot of things that can be kind of tough but i think a lot of people are looking for hope and some semblance of like okay things will get better from here so in dating world how like how have you found hope and what like, is there any hope to be found in this in this world? It can yeah. seem really dreary and people are like, gosh, there are just no men out there. There are just no women out there. But like, is that the truth? Is that what's happening? On my darkest days, I'm like, I have no hope and there is no guy out there for me. But then I see couples who are so perfect for each other, but like kind of like kooky and weird. And I'm like, there is a shoe for every foot. Like there is somebody for everybody. Like I think about especially couples who are (laughs) just unique and different and quirky. And I realized, okay, if they were able to find somebody that really means that God is involved in this and that there is somebody for everyone. um, I mean, I think that not all of us are called to the vocation of marriage and that's okay. But God is able and capable of doing anything. And if he does desire your marriage for you, it will happen. Like it will, it will be somebody who is the perfect match for you. So yeah, I do. I take hope in looking at the couples in my life who are so like quirky and different. And I'm like, okay, if you, if you guys could find each other, then that means that there is a God at work here. Um, 
And yeah, I have, I have a lot of hope in that when I think about interesting couples who are perfect for each other. And then I also find hope in just my nieces and nephews who are such a life source in my life. And the fact that I feel such a strong maternal calling in that really does relationships with them. And I, in my head, I'm like, you know, I can see myself being a mother and having children of my own, but I also have hope in the fact that these children have been given to me as well, just as they are. And that I'm so like lucky and blessed that I get to play this anti-role that is still very maternal in their lives. And that that love is very much enough because I'm just overwhelmed by my love for those kids. So Mm, yeah, that's a word. No, that is a word. Thank you for being so vulnerable with us and sharing. And thank you for sharing the things that give you hope. I think, especially when we're talking about relationships, it can just be a real downer. And I think every holiday season, people will say, okay, well, we're going to have a wonderful talk about, you know, Advent and then Christmas time and then doing things with your family and gathering around the Advent wreath. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so, so I think like it's, yeah. it's wonderful to have your perspective and we're so grateful that you were here to share with us. And Yay. I would love to know where we could find more information about you and what you're doing and just following up on everything that you have going on. Yeah, I primarily post on social media. That's kind of my main shtick when I'm writing about the woes of being single. But it's, you know, not all depressing stuff. I mostly, like I said, I just want people to know that they're not alone. And if there's anything that I would want people to take away from listening to this or listening to me ever, is that you are not alone in this experience. And even though it feels like everybody around you is all booed up and getting married and having kids and they're on this trajectory in their life, there's millions of single people who are also existing out here and have a very valid and important mission in their lives as well. And that your life doesn't revolve around being in a relationship with, you know, a spouse or or a boyfriend, whatever. We all have a unique call. So I pretty much write all about that on my social media. And you can find me at uh, Lillian underscore Fallon. And then I also write, I write for Catholic Match, I write for different publications. So sweet. So yeah, if you, if you Google if me, you Google her. So we'll make sure to put that info in our show notes so people can find that out. But thank you so much for being with us, Lillian. We wish you the best of luck this holiday season. Maybe, you know, God will bless you with a Hallmark romance minus the, you know, like you being a city girl that's trapped in a small town and yada, yada. Maybe we can move straight to the like you you meet a prince who's like uh, misunderstood. Yeah, that's true. It could it could be the I get married to somebody who owns a hot coffee stand on a farm and I need to buy the farm. Yeah. And and he's really grouchy and like misunderstood. But then Lily's like, he wears a flannel. Yeah. And then Lily's like, oh, it's been me the whole time. And he's like, I don't know, but like, I'm lonely. Yeah. We pray all of the listeners. Absolutely. (laughs) All of the listeners will be praying for you in that way, especially we'll be keeping you in mind and all the other single people during this Christmas season. So thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you to Lillian for being our guest. 
I love these kind of vulnerable conversations because sometimes we feel like we're the only people going through certain things and you know just letting you know that you are definitely not and if you're heading into this Christmas season single as a Pringle you know it's a great reminder to just enjoy the people that are around you enjoy your family enjoy your friends and for everything there is a season so I hope that you all have a wonderful Christmas time and I'm excited for our next couple episodes I look forward to talking with y'all soon please pray for me I'll be praying for you God bless This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit SpokeStreet.com.